Hello, welcome to the Cactus Hugs podcast. This is Nathan. Uh, this is Joe from the Messed Up Mustard Bottle. And we are here with our guest, Lester. Hello. And he's got his own mic. Uh, so we are going into this, this episode talking about uh, morality and the law and um, where does morality come from? Does it come from God or does it come from some, somewhere else? Uh, and how do you define it? Because that's really important. Even if you are a Christian or you're not a Christian, morality is important either way. And uh, we really want to get into that. So, like I said, the question is, does morality come from God? Or does it come from somewhere else? Uh, go ahead, Joe. What's your stance on that? Well, my stance is simple. I think without God, there is no morality, and morality stems from God. Okay. What about you, Lester? So, to begin with, I'll just begin with the, uh, the definition of morality, which is principles concerning the distinction between right and wrong or good and bad behavior. So, if that is our working definition of morality, my position is that morality is not derived from God or the Christian faith, that morality is something that we can uh, come to utilizing other tools and methods such as philosophy. This is my stance. Morality is defined by, the, by God and more importantly by the Ten Commandments. I think that is solid ground. However, I have found many moral men, many moral women, that don't use the Bible, that don't use the Ten Commandments. For example, my father and my grandfather are great men that have raised me with a set of values that I still use today, even though I started on my Christian walk. I, I was groomed that way. And I also know that Lester's not even that bad. He's got his own. I'm not. I'm not know. that bad. I'm kind of bad. No. Can I ask you to help clarify uh, your own upbringing? Would you say that the morality that was instilled in you from your uh, your father and grandfather or whatever mentors you had growing up would those align with the Bible? So yes, and I'm mm. glad you brought up that point because. These moralities I have found as I have studied and practiced, they're exactly the same uh, from the Bible. So, from and, and the Bible is a lot older than these men, you know. And so, you know, I, I do believe that they have learned these uh, values from their fathers and. Um, this has come from a traditional Christian background, and that was very surprising to me um, as I have been studying the Word. Um, so, um, so now we've uh, we've established our positions. Yeah. I would mean, you Would you just like to dive uh, into it? Because Joe I mean, over here is turning red as a tomato. With anticipation, he just—he's got a thought and he wants to let it rip. And I, I mean, say, 
let her rip tater chip. So we're gonna. I, I did. I I did have a thought, but I lost it. Um, go My ahead, bad. Joe. What My was uh, what what comment did you want to make? Uh, the only comment that I wanted to make was that um, your grandfather and your father may have not have uh, followed the Bible, but somewhere in your lineage, um, somebody got those values from that Bible. And, and why I say that is because um, the Constitution is much older than your grandfather. And oh, the, yeah. con the Constitution, whether folks like it or not, is largely based on the Judeo-Christian values. So that's just one one document that you can point to that points to the, the traditional values of the Bible. I mean, yeah, I, I actually do uh, completely agree with that. So, um, And that's what I was actually trying to say. So maybe we should get into uh, what does the Bible actually say of the Ten Commandments or, uh, you know, God's law. So we are in Exodus 20. Do you need that closer to you? No, I'm okay. The mic can catch me. Pick that up like it was heavy. Yeah, well, I'm not as strong as you, Joe. So this is uh, Exodus 20. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them, for I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children, and unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. And showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the, of the Lord thy God in vain. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. Just, in it, just real quick, not I don't want to interrupt too much. Are, so me, like you know what you're reading. I don't. Yeah. Are, how, are we like, these are the Ten Commandments, right? Yes. What, are we still in the first one? No. No, these are. Okay, I didn't know. That's, so, that's why I'm so asking. So every time it says thou shalt not, that's a new one. That's a new one? Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Missed my notes. Sorry. Continue. Sorry. So we're on the Sabbath. That is uh, which commandment? Just because you're atheist, Lester, doesn't mean that you shouldn't read your Bible, man. Uh, honestly, I've, I've wanted to. <laughs> I w uh, no, no. You're absolutely correct. I think everyone should probably read it. If you don't know, it is the world's best-selling book. If you're going to read one, not a bad one to choose. And since, I, I mean, I would say, I don't know if it's a majority of the population of the earth. I'm not familiar with the statistics. But at least a metric crap load are Christian. Christianity yeah. is not a rare thing to find. So, so I mean, reading the book that these people, including yourselves, are paying attention to would be a good idea. But me personally, I have a stack of books I want to read. I'm just real bad at getting to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the kind of guy that I'm always moving. So, so, so uh, what, what, was your, uh, what was your question? I'm, where are we? Yeah, which commandment are we on? The Sabbath is which commandment? Uh, I honestly 
Which commandment is that? I mean, well, I, I, well, I think I heard like three thou shalt four. not so far. So we're like One, on three or four. Two, three, four. Okay. So we're on the fourth. I'm just uh, gonna, I'm gonna try to keep up with that while you go ahead. Yeah. So, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal. Oh, those ones went real quick. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... And, and honor thy father and mother is... Uh, Hold on, Lester, I got you, bud. Yeah. Sorry, I'm terribly unprepared. Okay, check that's, your phone. That's I thought we would like break it down check more, so I expected that to happen. Check your phone. You know what they say about assuming. <laughs> Don't do it. Does that help? That this is perfect. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. This is honestly, this is exactly what I was looking for. So thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. And all the people saw the thunderings, and the lightnings, and the noise of the trumpet, and the mountain smoking, and when the people saw it, they removed and stood afar off. And they said unto Moses, Speak thou with us, and ye will hear, but let not God speak with us, lest we die. And I do want to finish with this. Ye shall not make with me gods of silver, neither shall ye make unto you gods of gold. An altar of earth thou shalt make unto me, and shalt sacrifice thereon thy burnt offerings, and thy peace offerings, thy sheep and thine oxen, in all places where I record my name, I will come unto thee, and I will bless thee. And if thou wilt make me an altar of stone, thou shalt not build it of hewn stone. For if thou lift up thy tool upon it, thou hast polluted it. So the reason why I, I wanted to finish hmm. with that is because there is man's way of worshiping God, and there is God's way. And... God only will be worshipped by His way. That makes sense. But He's got His own own standard of practice for His for worshiping exactly. Him. Exactly. I, I mean, I've it's, got all, a, it's all the way down to the stone for the altar. I mean, I've got like, a point of clarification on that. So you're not allowed to like. So let's say I'm a big fan of God and Jesus Christ, and I got this big old hunk of marble. I got a hammer and a chisel, and I want to make a monument. To, to my God and chisel it away and there's like a statue now of Jesus and I've I've written the commandments in the bottom just like we've gone here I've verbatim word for word I put that in stone 
And then I put that in my front lawn because, you know, I want my neighbors to, to see it as well because it's part of my duty to make sure everyone understands the Word of God. According to the last bit there, it sounds like that's a blasphemy and I would go to hell for it. What stone did he say? Uh, there was something about like a hewn stone. Said, that's that's like the clear, yeah. like what is it? He said, do not make it out of what? Stone? Yeah. Do not make it out of what? Yeah, what's it say? Oh, I'm sorry. And if thou wilt make me an altar of stone, thou shalt not build it of hewn stone, for okay. if thou lift up... And, and he also said, so what do it, not what, make gods of silver and gold. Right, right, but two, I, I'm not worried two, about that. I'm worried about this part. What does that mean? Two distinctions. Yeah. One, you talk mean? about making a statue of the Ten Commandments written in the bottom, not an altar. Okay? Two. So an two. altar would be somewhere where you pray, right? Yeah, but two... Or, it or also, sacrifice. It also says... Well, and that and what it's talking about right there is a sacrificial altar. But uh, two. Well, it doesn't clarify. That. It also How do you know says, it's not one about prayer. Because uh, an altar then and an altar now. This is Old Testament. An altar then was where you sacrificed your whatever, your sheep or your goat or anyways. Okay. Um, it also says of hewn stone. Y yeah. Okay. Have you ever seen a hewn stone? I'm gonna look up hewn. Because so if you made if you made a, a, a statue of Jesus with the Ten Commandments out of marble, it's not hewn stone and it's not an altar. There's a huge statue of Jesus in. Uh, oh wait a minute, no, the, the no. hall of hewn stones. Well, no, the not statue the statue of Jesus. Should you worship it? The statue. Or Something Jesus? that's hewn. No, the statue, even if it's a statue of Jesus. Hang on, not the statue. So Jesus, yeah. yes, not the statue. So to clarify. Exactly with what I'm looking for further with the clarification over all of this, to clarify hewn stone, something that's hewn is carved out of wood or another hard material. A hewn rock statue is cut and shaped out of a slab of stone. So hewn is the past participle of the verb hew, which comes from the Old English root hewan to chop, hack, or gash. So I would say absolutely if I'm taking marble, a hard material, and I'm beating it with a hammer and chisel to make, <clears throat> well, at this point it has to be an altar. An altar. It would be no bueno. Because if you take your tools to it, as I said, if you take your tools to it, you defile it. Because. So, a, so an altar the way God would want it is just a stone you see laying on the ground. It's not a stone. It's a collection of stones. So, okay, you grab a bunch of little rocks and kind of pile them just right so it looks like an altar, and then you can cut your chicken's head off in his name. Not a chicken. Well, yeah. you're going to have to accept some of my inaccuracies that I say. You're going to have to just kind of give me yeah. a, a, a little bit here and assume that I meant sheep or goat or whatever is allowable on the altar. Uh, but is, is the, would that be correct? Bunch there, of pile, big pile of stones, you kind of make a little... There, there's, Table. A, there's, there's a specific way to build an altar, and God gave those those specific instructions. Okay, so that's in there. So there is clarification straight in the Old Testament explaining what an, a proper altar should be, and it better not be. If you if you if you read something you carved read, out of stone or wood. If you read about Elijah, okay. And, can can I ask why? Because Elijah tells uh, Elijah is in a conflict with this. Uh, tribe of people and it tells about the altar that Elijah made okay and it tells about not okay. only not only the altar that Elijah made but he doused it with water he soaked the wood and uh, he asked God to uh, ignite the altar right and God not only ignited the altar but he consumed the wood and the stone 
and to prove God's existence. So you'd have to read through Elijah to understand how to build an altar. But oh, we, okay. don't to, we don't have to build an altar. But I don't understand. You should have left off at number 10, bro. Why that's bad? Why the, the tools? Why using tools on a stone is bad? Yeah. Because you, you defile it. Well, not, not because I use it on stone. Because I'm using it on stone specifically to make an altar. That's what it says. Because you... It de- doesn't say... Does it say that I can't use a tool on stone for anything? The no, altar. No, 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 no. The altar. Right. So to just an altar. worship God, when, when you're making something to worship God, you shouldn't... Uh, Hewn the stone or hewn the car, stone. so I'm the I'm stone. I'm gonna I'm gonna really try to dig deep in my memory banks because in my lifetime I have been fortunate enough to make a pilgrimage to uh, Rome, Italy, mm-hmm. to the Vatican, and the I Vatican. and I stepped in there, and I I mean Florentian mosaic is huge there. If you don't know what that is, give it a Google. It's a beautiful work of art where they make everything out of different kinds of uh, minerals and stones. Um, the entire thing, the entire cathedral, all stone. Yeah. There's a huge statue in the back of like a cloud and sunshine shining through and Jesus on the cross. And I believe it's made of gold. Mm-hmm. So this would probably be a point of contention between non-denominal Christians and Catholicism. I wouldn't, but... I wouldn't oh, say non-denominational. It's, it's right there in the Bible. So right. I, I use... I so, use so, so it doesn't matter what denomination you are. If you're a Christian and that's your book, then it's like those guys aren't doing it right. I, I use a parallel Bible. Okay, so what it is... is I two... see that. It's got the old verbiage and like the right. translation it's, it's, right next it's, to it's... it. I was going to ask you about that so pre in the uh, message, discussion. Right? But... In the message, it says this about the altar, okay? Okay. It says, <clears throat> quickly for clarification, then we can move on to some other so points. We're kind of digging too deep on this. I, right. I just wanted some quick clarification because to me, the layman, that sounded real weird. It says, if you use, it says, if you use stones to make my altar, do not use dressed stones. If you use a chisel on the stones, you will profane the altar. Do not use steps to climb my altar just because that will expose your nakedness. So it sounds like he just doesn't want anything being built because then it could become a competition. Look how big my altar is. Well, it's I better. I don't think it's a competition. And then it's, that would lead to coveting the altar because, you know, well, man, my altar's not very cool compared to, to this guy's. It's also a thing of pride. It's, it, there is a thing of pride, but there's also the fact that um, later on there is a high priest that's chosen. That high priest has to go into a temple with a rope tied to his ankle. Okay. Yeah, and if, if he's like not pure, he's gonna they he's have gonna to pull die. him back. He's he's, pull him yeah, it's no so good. it's about the hands of man are are before Jesus Christ. There was no way to cleanse the sin of the hands of man. Okay, okay. So you build an altar, you profane it with your hands. All right, so don't chisel it. Don't make your uh, an altar of pride. Don't make it. Okay, so. So now we've established these are the Ten Commandments, and yes. according to the Christian faith, this is morality. This is it. It's right here. There's nothing behind behind it, be in front of it, beside it. It's just this. There, there is a lot more detail into it later on in the scriptures. Okay. But this is the um, base. There's, there's also the words of Jesus Christ. Because where it says. Um, Thou shalt not kill Jesus Christ. Go ahead, Joe. Okay, so Jesus that. Christ in Matthew um, mm-hmm. 22, 
uh, 37 through 40, it says this, Jesus said to them, mm-hmm. you shall love your God with all your heart, mm-hmm. with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first great commandment. And the second, like it, you shall love your neighbor as you love yourself. These two commandments, I hang all the law of the prophets. Because this is the, all of the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. You do these two things and you'll keep the rest. Well, also, uh, Jesus Christ, I'm, I'm butchering this, but Jesus Christ said, even if you're angry with your brother, you've committed murder in your own heart. And then it also says... Well, that's kind of silly. Well, it says... Thou, We've all been angry at our brother. I know, but thou shalt not commit adultery. And Jesus Christ even addressed that as well. He said, it is written, you shall not commit adultery. Makes sense. What but, he said was, if you look at a woman with lust... Mm-hmm. If you look at a woman and lust for her in your in your, in your mind, you've already committed you've adultery. already committed adultery with her in your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so he's he's showing how serious upholding the law is. It's not just I, th- I think acting he, on it; it's also in your heart. I think he's showing mind. you that that is the first step you're going to take to get to adultery. But so don't even take it. It's still an offense to the law. The law is still broken. Sure. See, I, well, that's how that's how easy it is to break the law, and it's also. The law is for two things. It's to show okay. you. So here's an interesting you, you, argument then. You, you if, have... So, so you, there's, no way we can, we, there's no way we can do it, right? There's no way. So to make those laws for us, and he knows that human nature is you can't, you can't do it. He's given us an impossible task. And he's tasked us to do it for our, the entirety of our lives. What's the point of that? It seems like a pretty cruel game to play with the, his creation. The point is to show you why you need a Savior and why you need God. It shows you that without Jesus. So when you die, does that change? If you're good and you accept Jesus Christ and you go to heaven to live in like the lap of luxury or what have you, does that change? I think we're going to have to address that when we come back. Yeah. So we'll be right back, guys.